Hey everyone, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Meg. I'm Wendy. And today we're discussing a shoe addict's Christmas in a throwback Girls Gone Hallmark review just for you during this holiday week. And of course, we have gone all the way through the Countdown to Christmas 2021 season. You can check all of our reviews in our main podcast feed, and you can find even more Hallmark movie reviews on Patreon, where you can at patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. We have bonus Hallmark movie reviews exclusively for our Patreon community. You can also hop on over to Instagram this holiday and visit us at Megan and Wendy LSS. You can also send us your emails. I need some words of encouragement here. Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. How did you get me to watch movies from three years ago? I don't know. I am already on edge about this review because (laughs) we just recorded our review of Mingle All the Way. And I really felt like that was going to be the low point of these throwback reviews. And I thought we were headed in the right direction. And something in Wendy's tone tells me we very much are not. I have no idea what she's going to say. But before we get into it, do you have a synopsis? I do. As Christmas approaches, Noelle is at a crossroads in her life when it seems that love, a connection with her father, and her dream career are out of reach. Let's do some news and notes. All right. The exterior of the department store, IMDb tells me, is in Stockholm, Sweden. Oh, it's like a stock stock shot of Stockholm, Evidently. Sweden. <laughs> There's no department store, apparently, in... Manitoba? Winnipeg. Winnipeg? Yeah. Is Winnipeg in Manitoba? Oh, Canadians. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's Winnipeg, so. Manitoba. Okay. Well, I, you know, did this movie, was it supposed to take place in New York? Mm. I think so. I mean, it's like not outrightly said, but I think it's supposed to be in New York, especially with like the horse-drawn carriage ride and... Oh, yeah. Um... So maybe it's supposed to be like a Macy's, New York Mm -hmm. Macy's. I mean, because really department stores like that hardly exist anymore, except for like maybe New York. You know, like those big, big ones. Sure. Yes. I know what you're saying. That's Um, funny. Candace Cameron Bure brought a suitcase full of shoes from home for the movie. Some were also provided to her, but she did come with many, many shoes for the filming of this movie. Dumb. Super dumb. Well, you might like this. The snow in this movie is both real and fake. It actually snowed midway through filming. Do we know when it when it was filmed? I don't really care. I'm just happy that it snowed. No, I don't know when it was filmed. It must have been late in the season. Yeah, right. Well, this aired Sunday, November 25th, 2018. So I wonder when does it snow in Manitoba? That early in October? Anybody listening from Manitoba, please email us, meganandwindy at gmail.com, and tell us if it snows in October. Because I wonder if that's misinformation that you read. It was from her. It was an interview with Candace Cameron Bray. Oh, get out, really? So I believe that is gospel. Okay. Movie was based on the novel by Beth Harbison, A Shoe Addict's Christmas, which is the third book in a Shoe Addict's series. Are you familiar with this uh, book series by any chance? 
Well, we own a Shoe Addicts Christmas. We actually bought it for my daughter because she loves this movie. And I believe she's getting it at some point this year. Like a Thanksgiving gift that has passed as of the airing of this podcast. But um, I did not know it was part of a series. But I may have to order those for her. Well, I don't know if something she'd be into. Those books? I don't know. Are they age appropriate? I don't know. Because I was wondering if they were like, um, you know, shopaholic series like kind of gives me the same vibes well hold on a shoe addicts christmas book hold on secrets of a shoe addict shoe addicts anonymous so if you scroll down to the reviews uh, it has like commonly mentioned phrases mm-hmm. and it says like shoe addicts addicts anonymous chiclet phone sex oh no <laughs> yikes so no i will not be buying this series for my 11 year old daughter i have no problem with phone sex in a book just you know not for my preteen okay yeah yeah i'm going to assume that a shoe addict's christmas is perhaps safer but i may need to uh, do a little perusal well i just wonder if like they took kind of the premise and then Uh wrote an entirely different story (laughs) yes yeah entirely Um, possible yeah the film's other writer is rick garman and he is known for writing this year's 2021 Christmas at Castle Heart, oh. which at the time of this recording, we have not seen yet. Starring Lacey um, Chabert. Yes. He also wrote You Had Me at Aloha, which was also a 2021 summer film. I think it kinda, was summer. Kind of a dud. I liked it. I remember I, I didn't love it. I liked it. But he also wrote Christmas in Evergreen. Now, isn't that like a big... Which, the first one? I think he wrote the first one and maybe the second one. I um, enjoyed the first two. The third one, not so much. The party scene at the end where CCB is wearing the red dress. Yeah. The red dress is from David's bridal, according to (laughs) It does have bridesmaid vibes. Yeah. It's pretty. It's really pretty. pretty. I have a note on the dress later. It is pretty. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. That that does not um, look terribly different from a bridesmaid dress i once wore in periwinkle though as a bridesmaid or just to a party as a bridesmaid with dyed to match shoes of course oh god oh god (laughs) it was the year 2000 okay what's your first impression of this movie now um are there no new stories because this is a mashup of a christmas carol and it's a wonderful life am i right yeah. Right. However, we some sort of Christmas Carol throwback every year. I know, Hallmark. and I love it. That's but, that's right. Those are the kind of movies I like. I did find it enjoyable, and Candace Cameron Bure, however you say her last name, she's easy to watch. She shines on the screen, even though I don't really enjoy her as a person. Oh, I agree with all of those statements right there. As mentioned in a previous episode, I chose all of the movies that we are watching, these older Countdown to Christmas movies. And unlike Mingle All the Way, this one held up to my memories of it as, while not the greatest movie Hallmark has ever made, enjoyable and highly watchable. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) My problem with this is not the movie. Well, okay. I had a hard time watching it on the Friendly app, and you and I talked about this off-air. The Friendly app, which I love because it's so easy to record movies, the problem is it does not resume in the same spot you left it off. So I had a hard time, like, finding my place in this movie, and I was re-watching scenes, and, like, I felt like this was the never-ending movie for me. 
Right. Perhaps if you could have watched it in one sitting, you might have enjoyed it more. Maybe I will borrow that DVD that you bought for you. We do daughter. own it. We own it. <laughs> what did you like about this movie? Well, watching it in the 2021 lens, Gene Smart. Gene freaking Smart, man. I love her. Well, first of all, you know, because she did... Um, what was the name of that show? Hacks. Hacks. And she was also in an HBO show. And I Mayor can't remember. Of East Town. Yes. And she is just so good. She's just so good. So when I watched this and I was like, Gene Smart's in this? Like, what the hell, Gene Smart? But I just love her so much. She's just such a wonderful, natural actress. I just love her. If you're not into the Gene Smartisans, get into it. I want to watch all of Designing Women now just because of her, you know? I do, too. I, I 100%. Maybe Throwback we should. To, sorry. I was like, mm, should oh. we continue Patreon at Designing Women uh, oh. podcast? Oh, I'm into it. I'm into it. Okay. Maybe. I'm into it. We could do a half hour show, right? A 30 minute sitcom show. Yes. Yes. I think maybe we Easily. Need to. Especially because the episodes are going to be like 22 minutes with commercials. I know. I think we should do it. Throwback to your comment about CCB's dress at the gala. Her mm-hmm. dress at the gala really makes me want to dress up for Christmas. Oh, that's funny. Not because it's the most amazing dress ever. I thought it was pretty. I think Candace Cameron Bure is very pretty on the outside, at least. And I found myself yesterday Googling holiday party dresses. I mean, David's bridal is where you need to look. I don't want that level of a holiday party dress. I found myself on the Anthropology website. And let me tell you, I am not the person who is spending $250 on a dress I'm going to wear for three hours on Christmas. That's not uh-huh. my particular holiday vibe. But I, there's so many beautiful dresses out there. And we have a holiday party that I typically wear jeans and a sweater for. But I kind of want to wear a fun Do it up. dress. Yeah. I want to dress up for Christmas Eve at my parents' house. I don't know if I will. Take a look at our Instagram, guys. If I did dress up, the proof will be there. Well, we're going to shop tomorrow, so maybe we'll find a dress. Yes. Speaking of wardrobe, I loved Cameron's wardrobe in this top notch. Oh, same. And I'm guessing that her movies have a good budget for wardrobe. And perhaps she gets some input on that. Yeah, like I every scene she was in, I thought she looked really good, like beautiful. You know, even on Fuller House, which I've seen every episode of because my kids are into it, I think she's a really cute dresser on that show as well. Mm-hmm. So I have to believe either she works with people that, you know, really know her look or she has some sort of input because I agree. She looked great. And one of the things I liked, the clothes, the shoes, the department store setting, all of that really worked for me. Yeah, that felt super nostalgic for me, too, on some level. And I don't know why. Maybe just, you know, department stores at Christmas time, like, feels special in a way. Yes. And I love a department store setting for a movie. There's a movie, I think we've discussed it with Joanna Garcia, where she's a chef with some sort of magic and it's set in a Henry Bendel. I love it. I don't know that movie and I think I might want to watch it. It's not Joanna Garcia. Who is it? It's Sarah Michelle like. Geller. Oh, I love Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, I thought you were actually talking about a Hallmark movie, but that's like a oh no, movie, a movie, movie. movie. 
simply I'm irresistible from e- 1999. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Does she have red hair in it? Is that why you were thinking it was Joanna Garcia? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Sarah still a Michelle cute movie. Geller. Why isn't she in Hallmark movies, right? That really feels like her way to make a comeback because they only take two weeks to film. I agree. I wonder why she's not. Hmm. Like, did she take a step back to like stay home with her family? Because you could take two Perhaps. weeks off. SM- yeah. Yeah. SMG. CCB. Um, okay. I have. Hold on. I really like Luke McFarlane. He's one of my favorite Hallmark dudes. I, yeah. He's not a super wowie zowie for me, but I just enjoy him as an actor. He's nice to look at. He was in one of my favorite movies from this year 2021 he taking a shot at love taking a shot. i really liked him in that and i liked him in this i liked him a lot too and finally this movie had a sweet message that i liked a lot and i think i saw it several times because of my problem with the friendly but it's when Jean Smart is telling her the sleigh story about yes. how the guy that dies and then the sl- whatever. And yes. I just really like the message about taking help when it comes and staying aware that these little miracles are happening every day around you. I like that part a lot. Well, I like that you took such a positive take on that story. I also love that story. And it's 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 a story that's been told with on a lot of variations. But in 2021, I look at this story and I think all of you people who are like, I don't need to wear a mask. God's going to protect me. It's all right. I don't need to get vaccinated. God's going to protect me. What part of your belief stops you from believing that maybe God sent protection in the form of doctors and epidemiologists and all these other smart people who know things? And now he's like, hey, dummies, I sent you (laughs) help. That's very interesting. Okay, that's what I think all the time. I'm so sorry. I know everyone's so tired of that, but I can't help it. I had that same note. All right, moving on. What did you wish for from this movie? I wish that Hallmark would stop trying to tell me that photos that are black and white are, quote, great photography. That's how Hallmark tells you this is a good photo. They put it in black and white. This is artsy. This is something to look at. Yeah, I agree. Did you watch A Gingerbread Miracle? Uh, a, a little bit of it. Yes. When she took all the pictures of the place for sale and it's like of a baker's hands in black and white. <laughs> That's not how you sell a property. Oh, my gosh. So first of all, yes, she takes photos of a property in black and white. I don't want to see something I would like to buy in black and white. I would like to see what it actually looks like. Yeah. And then, yes, they make all this fuss about the baker's hands kneading the dough in a property listing. <laughs> and they go on and on about how this up close, soft focus shot of the baker's hands make her this incredible photographer. That was my biggest issue. Takes me out of the moment. Hallmark, perhaps you could find an actually good photographer to take some photos and then we wouldn't need to put them in black and white. And I'm sure those are just stock photos that they just pull off the internet anyway right the one of the lady for sure the one of jake i mean that's not a great photo anyway but anybody could have gotten that shot with a dslr hot take <laughs> with the camera phone with your iphone oh my god okay um what i wish for in this movie is that the story jumped around a lot and if one is casually watching 
like myself. <laughs> hard to keep it, up. It's hard to keep up. It's super confusing. And that's why, again, like I felt like I watched this movie 14 times because I was like, where am I in time and space? I don't know. Like, I realize like clothes and hair are supposed to help the viewer know where Noelle is at. But like it wasn't super totally helpful. Not to me. So I've seen this movie three or four times prior to this, but I did sit down yesterday and watched it from start to finish. But I was doing my nails. I was, you know, I was watching. I was present, but I was, you know, 85 percent. And so every once in a while I would look up and I was like, wait a minute, why do we keep there's so much jumping? There's a, it's a lot of jumping, right? It is. Yeah. And her hair yeah. does help. But it's also I'm like, is this the future? Is this the past? Oh, yeah, What's I happening? I also wish that Hallmark would say, guess what? It's okay to be single. We don't need to write every female character in our movies who happens to be single as someone who needs to be rescued from the throes of singleness. My goodness, this movie had so much going on for it. The relationship with her dad, being in a job that she didn't perhaps love. We didn't also need the storyline that she's pining away for this ex who she didn't even really like we could have left that alone and the Mm -hmm. love story could have been secondary to all these other life changes right i agree i agree what Um, else you wished for yeah two things Mm -hmm. i didn't love the shoe premise i kind of thought it was silly like (laughs) it's the again like the title doesn't really go with the movie because the shoes were the catalyst to get back and forth in the future and the past and whatever. I get it. But it, what? I just, uh, I just thought it was dumb. I may need to read the book and figure out how much the book aligns with the movie and figure out if they just really took mild inspiration or a lot of inspiration from yeah. the title. Yeah. I need you to buy that book. All right. Oh, we own it. The book? Yes, that's what I was telling you. We have the book ready to go for my daughter, and I was considering buying the other two until I saw phone sex in the review. Well, you should probably read the book to make sure that book doesn't have phone sex in it. Indeed, I did say that at the top of this episode. Okay, I was confused. I'm so sorry. That's okay. We own the book and the DVD. Okay. My final thing is I kind of wish there was less God stuff in this movie, but... I'm not surprised because it was a CCB movie, but it was heavy handed faith, God related content. Agreed. I also wished this is a mild complaint, but I hate it when people tell other people they need to live a little bit. Quiet lives are fine. I'm the kind of person who lots of people probably think are boring, but that's okay. Like I'm I'm okay for me. There are people Mm -hmm. who like me. And also I'm also boring in a crowd that I'm not comfortable with. So. I have vivid memories. I had a friend in my 20s who had kind of this like friend renaissance and he found this new group of friends and he tried to meld his old group, which included me with his new group. And it was Mm -hmm. not a good fit. And those people thought we were super boring. And I was super boring because I was not comfortable with them. But also some people are just like happy living their lives. I hate live a little. It's like when people tell you to smile, I want to smack. Hey, um. I think people think I'm boring, too. I think that's why you and me, like, pop off when we're together. (laughs) (laughs) We're, like, too, like, we're a good time together, I think. Well, I I also think think when you find your people, you're comfortable. But also, I, like, I I am not the, like, I need loud excitement in my life kind of person. Yeah. The things that I find it 
go out every night because I need to live. I'm I'm good like reading a book. That's living too, you know. I'm happy spending a night in my pajamas decorating my Christmas tree just like Candace Cameron Bure was in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a question okay. before we move on to did you see that? Getting locked in a department store, is that fun or terrifying? You know, maybe both. I like the idea of like she's just gonna put on all these Christmas pajamas and eat these treats and i did appreciate her boss was like make yourself comfortable so she's like yeah i'm gonna wear these i mean i would be like where's the most comfortable pajamas in the store give me those slippers those are mine now you locked Uh me in here but Uh also that big dark empty space would terrify me yeah well first of all going down into the basement of this store would probably terrify me like i would not want that job and then to come upstairs like nobody knew you were down in the basement that's really scary and then come upstairs, everything, everybody's gone. Nobody notified anybody, whatever. Like, that's scary to me. Yeah, being inside, trapped. Well, you're not trapped. She wasn't trapped. She just was locked in. Somebody was coming to get her. But, yeah, I would be like, oh, let me look at all these, like, facial products. This high oh, end, yes. you know, Mer. <laughs> I'm going to put on some really expensive pajamas. And, yeah, I don't know. I think it might be kind of fun. But Would also. ever close a department store like that in a storm? I don't because know. After hours, you think you've got like your cleaning crew coming in. There's uh, probably a security situation. Somebody's there. But if they had to close it because the weather was so bad that they wanted everybody home, would that actually happen? I don't know. People who live in very cold, snowy weather where stuff like this happens, please email us, meganandwindy at gmail.com. I just, I would love to know. Like, right, they close get... school. Do yep. they also close the Nordstrom? <laughs> and does security not come in? Like, yeah, I need to know that stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're not polishing the floors while everybody else goes home. Okay. Did you see that for me is like a did you see that slash WTF. Okay, okay. Does the HR manager in a department store typically plan their holiday party? I don't know, do they? I, I doubt it. <laughs> seems doubt like it. they're pretty busy otherwise, but I what mean, do I, I know? I think they would be really busy with like sexual harassment and stuff like that. <laughs> Setting up uh, 401ks. I don't know. End of the year bonuses. Yes. Yeah, I don't I mean, think her doing... Entire job is like decorating the store and planning this party we never see in, a, in an office. I'm not slamming HR professionals, but it seems like they spend a lot of time in their office. Yeah. Like they're managing people, right? They're dealing yes. with fires. They're not. I don't know. Yeah, they're not planning parties. Come on now. Wouldn't, why didn't they just give her a different job title then? Like, they should have given her, like, um, merchandising or something like that. But a merchandiser wouldn't also plan a party either. So I don't know. I think the goal was to give her a job that was boring so that they could play on this, like, you're not living out your true self. Perhaps if she was in merchandising, that that would be a fun job. And they couldn't really play on, you need to be a full-time photographer. Yeah. Speaking of which... Mm-hmm. There is no chance that the department store is hiring a brand new photographer for their ad campaign. Oh, I know, right? Come on now. So dumb. We're going to hire you for that. Nope. No, you're not. No, you're not. Nope, nope, nope. That's like, don't they go through like ad agencies and all that stuff is planned like way far in advance? No. No. There's one scene where Jean Smart is driving the horse carriage and CCB and Luke are in the back and here's here's my problem with like these kind of movies. Like Candace is only able to see Gene Smart, right? Like that's mm-hmm. her guardian angel. So wouldn't 
Luke be like, who's driving the carriage? Because he can't see her. Well, there's another scene where she's the chef and she's clearly there, too, and she's trying to yeah. hide her face. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. Wouldn't uh, the people like seeing this like carriage being driven through Central Park without <laughs> an actual person uh, guiding the horses might think that's an emergency. I don't know. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> hey, the Christmas tree. Shoe tree is cute, but also perhaps a waste of shoes. Were they all red shoes, too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, if you're getting, like, cheap red shoes from somewhere to create a display, okay, fine. But yes, like, that's a waste of shoes. I hope they donated those shoes or something. Right? I don't you can't know. resell them after they've been no. stacked together and covered in dust all season long. Totally. Also, you're missing prime red shoe selling season, so it seems like you're not going to be able to sell them after the holidays anyway. <laughs> but kind of cute, too. Like, a kind of a cute display. I thought it was a cute display, but my brain went, mm, that's a waste. Oh, my God. We, yeah. It's, some of these movies are so hard to watch because of that kind of stuff, you know? Um, you know, at the beginning, like, when she's getting dressed and she goes to put on, like, her cross necklace. And then she, like, we, decides to put it down. And then her dad oh. asks her about it later. And she's like, oh, yeah, it doesn't go with my shoes. I was like, <laughs> what? A simple, like, gold delicate necklace does not go with your shoes i don't get it i think the point there is that maybe she's like questioning her faith and in comes charlie to reaffirm her but that's just her excuse for her dad as to why she's not wearing something she always wears okay thank you for explaining that to me because that makes much more sense because i was like that's an interesting direction like why would she like think about it and then like decide not to go with it like I think they're setting the scene there. I have a couple LOL moments. Yeah, let me hear. One is when she gets locked in and she calls her boss and he's sitting by the fire like he's on Masterpiece Theater. (laughs) Just (laughs) sitting alone in a room, not watching anything, not reading anything, just fireplace. And not even looking at the fire, by the way. It's behind him. Just looks like he's about about to read you a story. When Charlie first shows up and she's trying to explain what's happening to Noel. She goes, oh, they said you would be skeptical. And Noelle goes, are they doctors? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) And finally, when Jean Smart is the invisible cook, she uses this fake French accent to throw them off. And I just thought it was funny. She was like, oh, no, we shall make the cookies now. As if a French (laughs) chef is also making Christmas cookies. Anyway. A French pastry chef. I don't know. That could be. At a department. Were they in the department store during that scene? I don't know where they were. I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know. And finally, the gala is to support the fire station. Why doesn't the fire station get any say in what happens at this event? Yeah, I did not understand that at all. Other than the department store is paying for it. So she's like, well, if I'm paying for it, then I want it to be a certain way. I don't know. Well, in the end, we find out that Noel never tells Jake that he's been removed and never tells Jake that they're not going in his direction. But he goes, hey, they're paying. It should be their event. So if that was going to be his reaction all along, we have all, of, once again, built up conflict for absolutely nothing. Exactly. That's, see, I'm dying to know, like, what do you give this movie since you rewatched it yesterday? This is still a solid three stars for me. 
What? Yes. What did you rate it? 2.75. <laughs> I mean, okay. Not that far off. It's, it's not still that far off. visually pleasing for me to watch. Uh-huh. And it's really, without my Girls Gone Hallmark glasses on, it's an enjoyable movie for me to watch. I preferred If I Only Had Christmas from 2020 so much more over this one. Oh, veto. For real? If I Only Had Christmas is distracting for me to watch because it's so much like, where's where's the Wizard of Oz Easter egg? Where's the Wizard yeah. of Oz Easter egg? Where's the Wizard of Oz Easter egg? And the entire time I was watching, I was like, oh, oh, that's because of this. And that's because of the Cowardly Lion. And that's because of the Yellow Brick Road. And I thought it was silly. Like, oh, Candace Cameron Bure is our Hallmark movie darling, so we're going to let her tell us to make a movie about the Wizard of Oz that is also somehow a Christmas movie. I still liked it. I'm a hater. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Later this week on Thursday, we will be discussing a Christmas waltz from 2020. And I'm excited to talk about that one. I do think... I do think that one lives up to my memory of it. So mm. make sure to come back for our discussion of that movie. Thanks so much for being listeners of the podcast. Happy holidays, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.